You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 89. Welcome to the ride. For joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at How Does She Do It Podcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, you can follow me at Tiff South on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow the show's account, you can follow how does underscore she do it on Twitter and Instagram? So let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections on something I've come across in pop culture or a resource that I am using or don't want to use anymore. This week, I am recommending the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. Now, you've heard me mention Michael Hyatt several times in the last couple episodes because I have been reading his book, Your Best Year Ever, and I actually ended up enrolling in his course, Your five days to your best year ever, which really is very similar material to the book, but I wanted to experience it for myself. So anyway, his full focus planner is basically helps you keep your big picture year in mind. So it, it has a quarterly setup and then it helps you discern what your how your big picture quarterly goals then will need to translate into your weekly and daily activities. There's a weekly review that encourages you to think about what the week that you just had, what did you get done, what tasks remain that need to be done that you need to move forward to your next week. And so for me, as I get into this much more intentional space about using my time well, this planner was a really good one. And I started using it last year and have gotten much more intentional and regular about using it in the last several months. So I would encourage you to look it up. If it's not for you, it's not for you. It does not come dated because it is designed for you to be able to pick up at any point in the year. But so, but it has all these places for you to fill things in. And I was actually not as annoyed that it wasn't dated as I thought I was going to be. So yeah, check it out. Even though you probably already have a planner for this year, maybe you don't because it's still early as of this recording. It's only the 8th of January. But if you don't have one yet, check it out. And if you do have one, still check it out because again, it allows you to pick up at any point during the year and gives you the opportunity to plan both quarterly, yearly, and on a weekly basis. So that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. If you listen to the last three episodes of 2018, you heard me talk a lot about goals. You heard me talk a lot about the importance of being intentional, the importance of reflecting on where you have been so that you can think about where you want to go and you can actually do things to get you to where you want to go in an effective way. But what I realized as I was posting on Instagram these three steps to that kind of really summarize the year that I had last year. And I mentioned them, I want to say on episode 88, but the three steps were seek God first, 
learn how he designed you and be salt and light. As I thought about particularly the seek God first part of that entire process, I realized that it is irresponsible to have a conversation about goal setting and talk about what you want if we're not also having a conversation about the importance of seeking God and surrendering to his will. So as we lay the foundation for 2019, as I lay the foundation for this podcast, the direction of my business, the direction of my life, really, I wanted to bring you on this journey of recognizing the importance of seeking God first, but also bringing you on the journey for yourself to make sure that you are properly prioritizing what is important to you. And if you are a believer in Christ, then that means you are desiring relationship with God the Father, with relationship with Christ, and an experience that is that allows you to walk fully in the Holy Spirit every single day. And so as I was wrapping up the end of the year, I was thinking about what I wanted my word for 2019 to be. Last year, my word was faith. And the benefit of me making that my word last year, it really caused me to dive into what it meant to have faith. And I realized and I learned that faith is more than a feeling. Faith is a knowing and it is a knowing that informs how boldly you show up in your walk with God, how boldly you show up in understanding that Christ lives within you, right? So it is a knowing and it is a knowing that informs the way that you show up and scripture says it best. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It is the belief that you have something that powers you every single day. And it is also the thing that drives you to believe in things that are yet to come. So laying that foundation, I was thinking about, okay, well, what is the next, what is another thing that is going to allow me to show up more fully in how God has designed me? What is it going to allow me to show up more intently in what he has called me to do? And the first word that kept that came up was surrender. And I thought about it more and I started to look for, I started to look for the use of surrender in scripture. And then I realized I was getting a little too heady with it. And so I slowed down again. Then another word came up and it was plant. And then another word came up and it was produce. So surrender, plant, and produce. Now, my prayer was for one word. I ended up getting three. And what came together is not a word for this year, but a an affirmation, but a statement that is rooted in the way that I want to show up as I continue al- along this walk. And it is to surrender and produce where I am planted surrender and produce where I am planted. And so I will flip that to you and say, surrender and produce where you are planted. And so in this conversation today, what I want to do is highlight four things that you can do that will help you make sure that you're setting the right goals Make sure that your goals are informed by the right reasons, because what's happening right now is, especially, again, as consumers of social media, as consumers of everything that is public, 
we are, we see what other people are doing. We see the goals that other people set. We see what people are leaving in 2018 and what I'm not bringing, right? We see all of that. But, and I don't know why I had to do that voice, but I think you know exactly why I had to do that voice. So anyway, what we see then is also things that cause us to influence the things that we think we want and the things that we think we need to go after. And so in thinking about, even though you may have already written down your goals, it is not too late to bring them before God. It is not too late to say, okay, well, Lord, I thought I wanted these things for myself, but is this what you want for me? So thinking about this episode, it's about balancing surrender with intention. It's about making sure that you are not driving your own ship, but that you recognize the importance of putting in the work to get the things that you say you want. And that's not putting in the work to earn God's love. That's not putting in the work to get more faith. That's not putting in the work to say that you believe more than you, more than a certain person or anything like that, but it's putting in the work to meet God where he needs you in order to bring what he has for you to fruition. So for example, if I say I wanted to go to law school, but I never, I didn't do my schoolwork. If I never took the LSAT, which is the entrance exam for law school. If I never wrote personal statements, if I never prepared applications, I could have a dream of saying I wanted something, but I had to do things in order to bring that thing to fruition. So and this is a fine like distinction because I what what I don't want you to hear me saying is that God needs our help, right? Because God can do all things, but God expects us to show up in what he has given us and to walk in obedience. So walking in obedience sometimes means being still in obedience, but it means doing something, right? He we can't pray and then not do what we know we're nudged to do, to do our part, right? And it's, it, and I, I, I hope you hear what I'm saying. I hope you hear the spirit that I'm speaking in because I'm not saying that you pray and then by your own strength, you try to wrangle the things that you're praying for. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's important that we recognize that there is a responsibility that we have. If I say I want to grow my relationship with God and I say, Lord, I want to get closer to you, is that how I'm going to get closer to him? Just by saying, Lord, I want to get closer to you and only making that my prayer. But does that not also mean that I have to read his word? Does that mean that I have to also have conversation with him daily and multiple times a day? Does that mean also that I have to talk to a community of people who also love the Lord and who also can help me understand who he is and what his word says, right? So in me wanting a relationship, I also have to do my part to make that relationship real. So that's what I'm saying. As we think about surrendering to God's will for us, as we think about surrendering to what we want, we also have to make sure that we find out where that line is for us to take intentional action towards those things. And that line is going to be different for you than it is for me. That line is not going to look the same for both of us, but that line is there. And so it's only up to you to find out what that line is. So I want to share four steps that will speak to 
the idea and the affirmation really of surrendering and producing where you are planted. And I just alluded to this a little bit. The first thing that you should do is be still before God. And in being still before God, asking for his wisdom. Scripture says in James 1, 5, and 6, and this is from the ESV version, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. And let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So even here, it shows, ask and then make sure that you're not asking in doubt. Be still before God in your ask and wait to hear what that wisdom is. I'm telling you, I cannot wait for, there's been something happening in the back in the background of my life that I can't wait to share once the conclusion has come to, has come to be to share with what, share with you what's been happening. But it has been in this practice of being still, asking God, Lord, give me discernment here. Tell me what you need me to know and understand. Tell me what you need me to do in this process if you need me to do anything. Oftentimes, I'm not going to lie, God is just like, girl, sit down for me because I'm a busybody. I like to move and I like to be in all in the mix and say, I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, or I'm reading this, I'm listening to that. And he's just like, be still. Be still and know, right? Be still and know that I am God. So it's like, why am I, I'm out here grasping for control of the goals I set and have I checked with him? Have I gotten still before him? And if you haven't done that yet, that's okay. It's never too late. Get still now. Check your goals with what he has for you. Check the spirit with which you wrote down your goals. Check the spirit with which you look at what other people, um, you look at what other people do, what other people say, and come back to where what you have written and what you have said you want for yourself and figure out, actually, is this what I want for myself? Is this what I need to be focusing on in this season? That's the other thing. So the second thing that we can do to surrender and produce where you are planted is to be observant. Before we can produce where we are planted, we have to know where we are planted. We have to understand the season where that we're in. We have to understand what type of situation we're in in our family life, in our in our finances, in our health. And I say to be observant, be observant in all domains of your life because part of the challenge with achieving goals, part of the challenge with knowing what or being able to discern what God has for you is that we are blind to what's happening around us. We are blind. We are, life is happening to us oftentimes more than, more than anything. And so we then don't know how to even seek the kind of discernment that we look for. We don't know what to ask for because we haven't been paying attention. So be observant about what's happening in your life. If you say you want a new job, but you haven't actually figured out, well, what's wrong with the job that I have? Why am I having a challenge in this season? What is it about this relationship with my supervisor? What is it about this relationship with my colleagues? What is it about the relationship with this this company and its values, right? You have to observe those things, pay attention to those things so that that can then inform the things that you go to in God in prayer about. One prayer that I, that I often pray is, Lord, help me understand what I am to gain from where I am right now. Because sometimes things happen and you're just like, yo, 
I've seen something like this before. I done been through enough of X, Y, Z. Like, Lord, I, I don't understand what's happening. And so in that asking, you're just like, please give me, give me direction. Give me wisdom. Okay. The third thing that you can do to surrender and produce where you were planted is to be self-aware. Back to my step about talking about learning how he designed you. If you don't know what your gifts are, if you don't know how he has called you, if you don't know what, what rubs you, what triggers you, what excites you, then how can you be and show up as fully as you need him, as he needs you, as he's designed you? So you have to be self-aware. And there are lots of things that you can do to gain that self-awareness, but often it starts with being, again, it actually goes back to being observant. Learn how to observe your own behavior objectively. Like learn to step back and say, okay, I just went off in that situation. What was it about that that made me go off? What was it about that person? What was it about that conversation? And when you can start to reverse engineer those things as those moments approach, then you can make adjustments from there. But if you are to produce where you are planted, if you are to really give up and surrender, you really want to have an understanding of what, who am I? How am I showing up in these spaces? And being self-aware is the only way that you can learn to do that. And the fourth thing that we can do it to surrender and produce where we are planted is to be active, be active and be active in your stillness. And that might sound like a contradiction, but when I say be still, it doesn't just mean sit and do nothing. Be still also means quieting, intentionally quieting things, being active about paying attention to what you're listening to, paying attention to what you're receiving, paying attention to the energy that's around you, being actively involved in your environment in the sense that it's like, okay, well, I just can't be passively watching this show or passively engaging in certain types of conversations because those are not serving. They're not serving and they're not going to inform the way that you show up where you are and show up as the best you can where you are supposed to be. So I really want you to think about being still before God, getting quiet, not, and it's not, and I heard, um, he's, his handle is your preacher man on, on Instagram. And he, we actually went to church together when we were like, when we were kids, his name is Julio and he's a good dude, but he talked about, being still is not being stagnant. And if you are being still, it doesn't mean you're stuck. It means you're almost waiting to receive something. And you can be active in that space in reading scripture, in taking time to listen to things that edify you, in taking time to, and that's not to and that's not to say you're grabbing after information in a like in a way that you are looking to and I I'm saying this because I am I listen to a lot of things and you've heard me talk about this before on the show. I listen to a lot, I read a lot, I consume a lot, but I'm recognizing that if I am to produce where I am planted, I have to be still in what I'm consuming 
and be still in what I'm receiving and start actually producing more than what I put out on this podcast and on different platforms, more on Instagram, because that is one thing that I am called to do, not in a, hey, look at me kind of producing way, but in a way that produces, that I show up in a way that helps you be better by sharing my story or sharing things that I have learned through God's wisdom and, 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 and test my own testimony in my own life. So being still doesn't mean being stuck. It doesn't mean doing nothing, but it might mean doing nothing. So that's the thing. This is very, very individual. What being still looks like for you might not be what being still looks like me because we're not busy doing the same types of things. So maybe you don't need to fast from television because you don't really rock television. Maybe being still doesn't mean rejecting that type of energy. But for me, it does because I know I'm that you know I have to be mindful of that type of stuff. So when I say all these things, I want you to be very mindful that these, how this looks for you is going to look it's going to be very individual, but these are principles that I think are universally ap applicable because what God wants for us, and actually I, I found some verses that speak to the importance of taking intentional action, but there is a, there is a key in all of these verses and the key is it always comes back to God. Taking intentional action separate from him is not going to get you where you need to be. Taking intentional action without paying attention to what he wants from you is not going to get you where you need to be. It will result in consequences. And again, we know all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. But we also know that when the Israelites had a specific destination, they ended up being on a journey that spent, that took them 40 years instead of 40 days because their intentional action took them away from God. So if you're taking intentional action, make sure you are seeking him first, making sure you are being still before him, making sure you are being observant and asking him to help you see what you may not necessarily see about where you are. Make sure that you are being self-aware and you're seeking to understand how you show up in certain environments, making sure that you are being active and being an active participant in your faith with him, making sure that you are being an active participant in how he designed you. Make sure you're being an active participant in the direction that he has for your life. Because if you are, you cannot allow the enemy to cause you to be still in fear. You can cause God's love to cause you to be still and desire wisdom and be still before him and seek his peace and seek his joy and seek his contentment. But if being still is a result of fear and it keeps you from doing things that you know he has designed you to do, that's a problem. So I want you to make sure you're paying attention to the, the type of stillness in the season that you're in. So thinking about intentional action, I just wanted to share these few verses with you and then we're going to wrap up. If you... Matthew 7 says, 7.20 says, thus they will recognize them by their fruits. What kind of fruit are you producing? Titus 1.16 says, they profess to know God, but they deny him in their works. What type of action are you taking? James 1.22 says, 
but be doers of the word, not hearers only. So if you are only hearing and not taking action that reflects that hearing, then are you doing what you're supposed to do, right? And so I say to bring this all together, again, I'll just review the four steps to being able to surrender and produce where you are planted. One, be still before God and ask him for wisdom. Number two, be observant. Figure out what is happening and where you are planted in every single area of your life. Number three, be self-aware. Learn how God designed you. Learn how, and even learn how you are showing up everywhere you are. And number four, be active. Every time, to my knowledge at least, and I'm still reading scripture and learning to understand it myself. But when I think about the stories that I have heard, that I remember, that impact me, when a word of God, when a word came from God, or when people heard from God, either directly or through, you know, if the people spoke to, heard from Jeremiah or whatever the case may be, action was expected to follow. That action may have been stay here, move there, do this, don't do that, right? But there was usually some sort of action, move to this place, leave this place, like be fruitful, like just be fruitful and multiply all these different things. And so in surrender, you can produce where you're planted. And and when you are surrendering to the best that God has for you, when you're surrendering, surrendering to his will, Your fruit is only going to get better. How you show up where he has assigned you, how you show up in what he has called you to do will only be better when you are surrendering to him. Because a thing that, that often gets left out of prosperity gospel is the expectation of obedience and the benefit of obedience when it comes to being blessed by God. And so as we think about 2019 and our intentions and what our goals are and what we want for ourselves, it is very important to not just launch off and set goals that are divorce of God's influence. It's important to set goals that are not void of what he has for us and what he wants for us. It's important to not let Spirits of fear drive the goals that we set. It's important to not let pride drive the goals that we set. It's important to not let the desire for a certain appearance drive the goals that we set. It's really important to make sure that you are clear about the source of the goals that you've set for yourself. And as we move forward in this year, this podcast will be speaking to intention in a lot of ways and how to make sure that you are showing up as the best and most full version of yourself when it comes to your personal and professional development. My gifting is helping people understand how their experiences and how even experiences generally can provide them with the specific information, lessons, and and fuel to drive them forward in different areas and different ways of their life. And as we talk about personal goals, as we talk about professional goals, as I talk about what it means to be a 
a woman of faith and a whole woman of faith who shows up fully in her professional career. That's what we'll be diving into this year. And that's what we are going to be exploring. And so as we go into 2019, I want you to, I want to say thank you for being with me for 89 episodes. I want to say thank you for your Instagram messages. If you have not connected with me on Instagram, I am at Tiff South and that's Tiff with two F's. If you have not joined the email list, you can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. I'm doing some amazing things this year, guys. I have been in prayer a lot. I have been in a space of really making sure that I am doing what I am doing for the right reasons and I am showing and I am showing up fully and I will not be bound by anything that is not filled with and from the Lord above. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.